Hey everyone, welcome to the Six Figure Shift Podcast. I'm your host, Peggy Ray James. More entrepreneurs want a business that allows them to work less and make more money. But how does that actually happen? It happens in the details and through intentional action. So in each episode, we'll be diving into business strategy, marketing, selling, and personal development to help you make the necessary shifts to create a six-figure business and beyond. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hi there, and welcome back. Today, we are talking about what to do when you feel like quitting. If you have ever felt like you wanted to quit your business, this is for you. If you have thoughts of things would be easier if I could just close this business down, or things would be easier if I never started this, or what would my life look like if I just no longer had the stress of this business? If you've ever had client experiences that have left you so shook that you want to phone it in at that moment. And this is for you if you maybe have never had a moment like this, because what we're going to talk about today will likely save you from having moments like this, or will help you move through these moments like this much faster. And this is a topic that I recently had with uh, one of my clients where she really felt like she wanted to close up shop. And I've had other clients that have actually closed up shop and then later come back and kind of dove back into their business. And I, I want to kind of talk about why this happens, because I've watched this from the inside of my business, from myself, from my clients, and then I've also watched from the outside. And I want to talk about why this happens. I have recently over the past year seen some really big names in the industry, or I should say fairly big names in the industry started before me. They've closed up shop. They have closed their businesses and I've watched businesses that from the outside seem to be flourishing, just kind of fall off the face of the internet. And I've witnessed businesses that admittedly are making really good money and decide to close abruptly. And so what is the reason for this? Why does this happen? And how can we safeguard our businesses and really our mindset from this happening to us. And especially if we don't want to quit, right? Like we want a business that lasts a lifetime or at least, you know, lasts us till we feel like comfortable to retire. We want a business that like is in a quick fix. We want something that is sustainable and fulfilling and beautiful and really, you know, not only helps us build the generational wealth, but helps us really hone in on our, maybe our purpose that we have in life. Like we, we want this beautiful experience while we make a lot of money. If that is you and you're like, I don't really have any desire to quit my business, but I've had these thoughts and I don't really want to, but how do I get to a place where like, I, I love my business so much that it overrides, or I love my purpose and my mission that it overrides this feeling of what if it would just be easier to call it. And there's really a lot of reasons. Okay. And you know me, I'm all about the details and the nuances and all of these things, but I, I really took some time to really think about what are these reasons really? And I want to kind of narrow it in on a few things that I think bears the biggest weight and really the overarching theme. And it's that the people that do actually like phone it in and, and quit their business, they've created a business that they don't love. They've created circumstances around their business that they don't love. And this could look like one thing, it could look like a ton of things. And in my experience, it usually is 
multiple things. It offers that just don't light them up. They don't really enjoy them. Or they're just like the mundane. They're not making the revenue that they want to make. Maybe they're working all the time and they feel like they, they, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth the, the, the time it's not worth their energy. And it's just feels like more of a burden than a joy. And then, you know, they're working with clients that they don't love. It doesn't mean that they don't hate their clients as, as people, but it's not, it's not the right niche and they're not working inside an industry that they like, or they're working with clients where they maybe, you know, if you were a coach, maybe you're working with clients that are at beginner levels and you really want to work with clients that are more advanced. For example, a lot of times boundaries are lacking, right? You have very poor boundaries around your time, very poor boundaries around communication, and you feel like you're always being pulled in a million directions and you have a really hard time communicating communicating those boundaries. It could be that the structure of your business just has you working all the time. And it feels like there's not an end in sight where you actually can scale and grow. And I think this is a big one to, to, to stop and and concentrate on really quick, because if you are in this for the long haul, you know, chances are you want it to get easier. You want it to get to a point where you feel like you are making more money and working less. And if you feel like you are in this constant cycle of like, I have to work just as hard, if not harder to keep this business going, that can feel so discouraging and can make you feel like you want to quit. Okay. And so having the, the business structure that doesn't support your goals can feel again, crushing at times. So those, that's like a short list of all kind of nestled underneath. You've created a business that you don't love. And I think that is why people decide that their business is no longer for them, or they have these moments or days or weeks or months where they're like, I cannot do this anymore. Okay. And it's, it's like I said, a lot of little things. And after a while, it feels all so overwhelming that there's not just one quick fix. So it feels like there's too many things that you have to do to create something that you actually love. And you feel like the only way to regain control is to just stop. Because I think ultimately we want to feel in control of our lives and we want to feel in control of our businesses. And so when we feel like the control is slipping away, especially if we've created our businesses for freedom and for flexibility and for joy and all of those things. And after a while, it feels so heavy and we're like, I'm not in control of this, right? It feels like my business is running me and I'm not running my business. Then it could feel easier to just stop, to just stop instead of systematically going through all of the areas of your business that need changing. And, you know, to dig into this a little bit deeper, a lot of times the areas in our business that need to change in order for us to have the businesses that we love require us to have tough conversations and make changes that involve other people. So for example, if you are offering things that do not light you up and you're working with clients that do not align and you have poor boundaries, guess what? All of those things require you to have tough conversations with your current clients and with your current audience 
like wherever you are showing up, whether that's social media or email or whatever, in order to keep your business running, if you needed to make a pivot, you have to get vulnerable and you have to basically let people know that things are changing. And that can be a very, very difficult thing to do. Putting boundaries in place when they are all over the place can feel so daunting because it involves someone else. And if we are very wrapped up in what other people need or what other people might think or what other people might want, then it might just be easier to be like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm actually closing my business. I'm no longer be doing this. It's easier than saying, hey, there's like five different things that we need to talk about or like, hey, I have not enforced boundaries and here's what the boundaries look like. And running that risk of your client being like, I don't like, or saying, I no longer offer this, this service and I'm giving you a notice and, and having to deal with the, maybe a client who's disappointed. Or maybe you're saying, I no longer offer a portion of this service anymore. I'm only going to be offering this and run the risk of losing them. But it's interesting to me how we will avoid those type of conversations and we will take the quote unquote, use my air quotes here, quote unquote, easy route, which is just shutting it down. And I, I truly believe that this is why people shut their businesses down, especially businesses that are making money and can make money. I think that this is one of the biggest reasons because in order to make the changes necessary, it requires so much discomfort and it requires you maybe even, you know, checking your ego at the door. And even maybe even admitting that you have put yourself in this position. But here's the good news. If you have put yourself in this position, and if you are in this position where you feel like business feels a little bit out of control, most likely you have, right? Like there may be some nuances here, but we are in control. We are in control, especially in our businesses. We are in control what happens in our businesses. And so if you've gotten yourself to a place where things feel chaotic and messy and you and, and out of control and, and you were always thinking about it would be easier if I just didn't have this business, understand that you've put yourself there. And I don't say that to be mean. I say that as a fact, you put yourself here, you've made choices, or maybe you have not had the right information or you've not had the right tools or trainings, but somehow or another, you've placed yourself here. The good news here, and I'm getting, I told you there was good news. I'm getting to it. Okay. The good news is that if you've gotten yourself to where you are, you can get yourself out. And this applies to so many areas of our life, guys. This is not just business, but I think when we adopt this, this radical responsibility for everything in our life or for most things in our life, then it can feel very like heavy, but also empowering because if we were able to get ourselves where we are, we are able to get ourselves out. Okay. So while it can feel so much easier to just hone, like just phone it in, like I'm done and regain that control that way. I challenge you if you, when you do find yourself in this place to be like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? And I remember, I mean, I haven't, like I said, I've I've experienced this myself and I've also worked with clients that have experienced this, but my personal journey was, you know, I started as a virtual assistant and I was doing a lot of done for you work. And I was the, I was the Jill of all trades. I, I was, I was like the epitome of, of everything I preach against. And I did not have a specialty and I was just kind of offering all the things to all the people. And I, I was burnt out. 
and I was a yes man. And I, I really was good at a lot of different things. So I was like, yeah, I can do that because I could. And I was a people pleaser. Like truly I was a people pleaser. I, I liked, it was gratifying to me and fulfilling for, to like fix people's problems. And so I would find myself in these situations where I was working on projects where I had to do a ton of research or I had to figure out how to do it and I could do it and I would do it, but I hated it. Like I hated it. And I, you know, towards the end of that done for you journey, I really buttoned up a lot and started to specialize, but it it still got to this point where I was like, I don't like done for you work. Like the only done for you work that I do is like close close partnership with like my one-on-one clients where we'll like work on something together. But aside from that, like I do not want to do done for you work. That was not where my passion lied, but I had created this business that, you know, was making really good money and I was working more than I wanted to, but I had like spent a lot of time building, building relationships, building client relationships, building offers, like so much time was put into that and, and grit and tears and money. And then coming to this realization that like, I, wanted to quit and being like, why do I want to quit? <laughs> and under having, having to understand and admit to myself that like I was running a business I didn't like, even though I was making money, I, I didn't like it. And I think this is where a lot of people find themselves. It's they, they understand how to make money, but they don't really like the business and they don't really like the services that they're offering. Or maybe they like one or two services, but they're offering 10, or maybe they are working with clients that no longer align, whatever the case may be. And so I found myself in this place. And I remember this very, very distinctly. I was like, it was the end of the year. I think it was like December 29th or 30th or something. It was close to the end of the year, you know, where we all are are reevaluating our lives and trying to figure out like, how do I make this next year better? And I was crying. Like I was, remember I was crying. I was laid across like the end of the bed um, and Jeff was in the room and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I want to quit. And Jeff was like, is that really what you want? And I was like, no, it's not what I want. What I really want is to go all in on coaching to go all in on coaching. And he was like, why don't you? And I, again, don't quote me there. Cause I, who knows what was actually said within that. But I remember that being the focus, right. Him being like, do you really want to? And I was like, no. And then I, we talked through like what I actually wanted to do. And I made a decision. I made a choice. Okay. And that's important. I made a choice to not quit and instead do the harder thing which was to pivot, which was to make the changes, to have the hard conversations, to revamp my offers, to start almost what felt like a little bit fresh and go all in on what I wanted my business to look like. The offers I wanted, the clients I wanted to work with, the money I wanted to charge, the schedules I wanted. And that was the beginning for me. It was like this realization of like, I control this. And I can make my business the way that I want to make it. And of course it didn't happen overnight. And this is not some like fairy tale, like, and the next day I had 10 clients. No, like it took work and it took a lot of, it it just took a lot. It took a lot. Like it did. And I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Like it does. It takes a lot and it is the harder choice. It, It can feel like the harder choice in the moment. But it is, it's so, so worth it when you take back your control right? When you choose to not, you know, to take the control that you have and not quit, but instead to, to do the hard things that creates a life and a business that you actually want. Okay. Because the thing of it is, and and I've talked to clients about this before when they're like, I just want to quit. And I'm like, okay, what would you do if you quit? Like, Like, if you didn't have this business, 
what would that look like? And she's like, well, I'd have to get a job. I'd have to get a, I'd have to get like, again, my air quotes, real job. And then I would ask like, okay, so if you had to get a real job, how would that feel? And like, awful, it's horrible. I don't want to get a real job. I don't want that. Okay. Okay. So what's harder sticking it out, making the changes or getting a real job. Right. And so I kind of walk them through this and and you can obviously walk, walk yourself through different things because maybe you, you know, you have a, a spouse and they also make a decent income and if you quit, like you'd have to cut back on, on some things, but like we would be okay, right? We'd go back to a single, you know, family income, but like, you know, just like the relief that you would feel would maybe be awesome in that moment, right? Like that release. But like overall, I and I was in, I'm in this position or was in this position where if I did quit, it wouldn't have been the end of the world, right? Like we would have had to make some adjustments financially, but it wouldn't have been the end of the world. But when I thought about what it would actually feel like to not be living in my purpose, just for the sake of, of safety and to not have to get like, feel discomfort, like that made me feel empty. Right. And so if you are operating a business that you feel like is so fulfilling to you and it is, and is like this, this beautiful extension of you, or at least you want it to be that way, understand that, that quitting is, is again, may provide some quick relief for you and may allow you to take a breather and may allow you to like, but you will likely want to come back to it. And I've seen this happen with my own eyes. In fact, I'm working with someone right now who, who did, who quit their business. And guess what? They came back a couple months later. They, a couple months later, they were like, I was just burnt out, right? I was running a business. I was running my business the way I did not want to run it. And it just felt so much easier to just stop. And then they couldn't deny their life's purpose. They could not deny how much they wanted to be impacting people in the way that they were impacting people. And so now they are, you know, have restarted their business, picked up where they left off and they are doing things differently. And, and, and so what I say, I witnessed it, I truly, truly have, and it, it all is really comes down to the same. You don't feel in control. And so you want to regain that control and your brain is there to keep you safe. So your brain is like, do it, keep, stay safe. Like, you know, like just, just stop, like end the pain, end the pain. And so you, you stop and you quit, but understand that if that's not what you really want to do, you will come back and making the changes may seem, it will probably be painful and it will be uncomfortable and maybe not painful, but like uncomfortable, but understand that, that it is easier to chip away and systematically go through the areas of your business that you don't like and change them than just stopping altogether. Okay. I hear a lot of like burn it down and rebuild it. And I, and I, of course, there's nothing wrong with like burning down your business and rebuilding it. But I, I do think that like kind of skips over this, like this important facet, right. Which is you don't have to burn it down. Like if you don't like your business, this isn't about burning it to the ground and rebuilding it. Cause I hear a lot of people like, it's like starting over. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not like starting over. If there's, if there's multiple areas of your business, it can feel like, oh my gosh, it's, it's a revamp. It's a refresh. It is, it is a way for you to reprioritize and get really, really clear on it, on, on your vision. And then taking that vision and putting it like that, that's the filter. And you're putting it through all these areas of your business. And you're like, what has to change in order to get to that vision? And what, ha- what has to change in this area? 
area and this area and this area and what conversations do I need to have and what actions do I need to take? And it doesn't have to happen in one day. It can happen over time. And we are this instant gratification generation, right? And so again, the instant gratification in us is quit. That would be easier. Stop. That'll be easier. Burn it down. That'll be easier instead of doing the thing that will, you know, maintain our revenue and, you know, not, it would, it's again, it seems easier, but it's not, but to systematically go through and make the changes. Okay. I feel like that was a little bit of a tangent there, but it's important for you to understand that like you do not have to burn everything down and rebuild to make a pivot or a change doesn't require you to stop, right? It requires you to make incremental changes where it matters, where it matters. So to kind of summarize where we're at here, understand that you are always in control. And there's always a way for you to regain the control if you feel like you are not in control. And understand that there is always a way to get what you want. You just may not have every little piece mapped out. What's important for you to understand is that you are in control and you get to choose to be in control and that you are going to find a way to be resolved in that admit what you don't like, take responsibility where you need to take responsibility and take responsibility for making the changes necessary. And systematically and incrementally, I want you to make the changes and stay in control and, and have faith and understand that you, it's worth it, right? It, it is worth it for you to, to have a business and a life that you love. Because it is not easier to take the easy way out. Long run, it is not. It, it is not easier. Like, and I mean that. It is not, right? Like, I, I have come to really love the challenges of life. And that might sound kind of weird, but it's like, if, if everything was easy, like, how boring would this be? Like, how boring would this life be? Like, challenges are what shapes us and creates creates the 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 complexities and, and the character and the, the, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's, we should not be shying away from doing difficult things. Like that is, it can be such a beautiful, beautiful thing. So don't quit, find a way because there is a way. And remember again, that you are always, always in control. And listen, if you, if you're listening to this today and you're like, yeah, I, I created a business that I don't really love. And there's multiple areas that I don't love and I want to change them. And it feels really overwhelming and it feels really daunting. I want to invite you to come inside grow business and marketing Academy, because I created, you know, I created grow business and marketing Academy with the idea that I didn't want to give people quick fixes. I wanted to give them fixes. I wanted to give them solutions, but not in a way where I was like, fix this one thing right? It is again, systematically going through the areas of your business that matter to create the, the scalability, to create the, the sustainability so that you can actually have a business that is scalable and will grow with you over time and not overwhelm you. So you can actually have the business that makes you the money and you don't have to work your tail off every single day to maintain it. It doesn't mean we don't work and it doesn't mean we don't do tough things, but it is creating something that will last a lifetime. And that was the purpose of Grow Business and Marketing Academy because I wanted you to grow and I want you to grow in a way that feels really good. So we, we go through it as a seven part framework for a reason, because we go through what I consider, you know, the, the 
the framework of, of growth, those same, the framework of scalability, the framework of success. And we, we put it through the lens of what you want, what you want out of life and what you want out of business. And we create something beautiful and, and it, you know, it's a hybrid program. So you get the curriculum, but you also get, there's one-on-one elements now. So you get one-on-one calls for me, you get reviews and audits and, and of like your marketing material and stuff for me as well as group calls, a Facebook community. So there's just like so many touch points where I can give you personalized feedback and really help you on this journey. So if, if I'm talking to you, I'm speaking your language, I'd love to have you, you know, hit the little link in the show notes. It'll take you right to the sales page. And if you've got questions and you want to chat with me first, we can set up like a boxer chat or we can set up a call and I'd be happy to kind of talk through, you know, your goals and make sure this is a good fit for you. So that's it guys. That is it. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. And remember you are always in control, even when it doesn't feel like it. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the six figure shift podcast. Make sure to follow me on Instagram for more business and marketing advice and jump into the six figure shift Facebook community to join trainings, special events, and networking opportunities. If something in the show resonated with you today, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM or share your biggest takeaway by sharing it to your IG stories and don't forget to tag me. And if you have a minute, I'd appreciate it if you would rate, review, and subscribe as this really helps out the show. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode.